0: Welcome to a teaser of this week's Datology Coach podcast. To listen to the full episode, subscribe to our substack at datologycoach.substack.com. Paying subscribers receive weekly full-length podcast episodes, exclusive dating advice posts, as well as free admission to our monthly Dating advice Zoom session. Subscribe now at datologycoach.substack.com. If you're looking for help with your dating profile, book a private one on one session with me at datologycoach.com. We'll meet via Zoom and review each section of your dating profile together. You'll get feedback on your bio, your prompts, and your photos. I'll also provide tweaks and edits to help you attract more compatible matches. Book your session now at datologycoach.com. Sarah, mm-hmm. we're going to revisit a story. From I believe it was 2019. Okay. All right. Uh huh. And th- the title of this story, and it's a spooky story, so we want to kick off with something kind of spooky and Halloweeny. Yes. Um, and really, any story about a man is kind of spooky and Halloweeny and scary. I mean, very often, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the title of the article is "The Nightmare Started with an Email from Her Ex." Ah, as they so often do. Yes. Um, and the the sort of the it starts with Francesca is the topic of this story, and they're interviewing her the cut is interviewing her for their podcast, and she says, I didn't have Facebook, I had Instagram that I barely used. I use email for work related stuff or personal related to my family, but other than that, I don't have an online persona. This is Francesca. And even though she is a millennial, she's not someone who lives in a world of Twitter mentions and Instagram DMs. So, for example, if an ex wanted to contact her, it would probably be kind of a hassle. But a few years, I love back, that for her, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a few years back, Francesca noticed she was hearing from exes a lot. Like once every other month in 2015, Francesca said, "I would get an email from an ex, and it would just be something pretty random." One time, a current girlfriend of my ex sent me a naked picture of myself. It was just bizarre. Like, who is this person? How does this person have this picture of me? And why are they emailing me? What is going on here? Hang on. <laughs> well, let me stop you right there. A naked photo of herself. A current girlfriend of my ex. Yeah. Uh, now, maybe she was sending it to sort of warn her. Like, hey, do you know if this is out there, that this mm. is out there? <laughs> um, and so then it says, and, th- and the messages started popping up all over the place, not just in her email. Francesca says, I started getting messages on my work phone from a guy I had gone on a few dates with. Ugh. Mm-hmm. They had gone on one or two dates over a year ago. Francesca's a social worker, which makes this even scarier. And she's very careful about who she shares her employment information with. Her work number was unlisted, and she knew she wouldn't have given it to this relative stranger, mm-hmm. Francesca. And now he's somehow got ac- gotten access to my work cell phone number. And he was sending me messages that were like, I'm walking by your house. And so I was really scared for my safety because I thought there was a stranger out there essentially who was trying to come after me. Mm-hmm. She wasn't sure how to react. The messages were weird. She'd talk about them with her friends and her boyfriend, but they didn't seem like anything she could do much about. And one ex boyfriend had done something really strange. Mm-hmm. Francesca. He had taken a near-nude photo- picture of me and put it as his Facebook profile picture. Ugh, fucking dudes. Francesca doesn't have Facebook, so he'd sent a friend request to her best friend instead. Francesca. So my best friend contacted me, and she was like, oh my gosh, this person just friend requested me. It's a naked picture of you, and we were like, what is happening here? Like, this doesn't make any sense. When the Facebook thing happened, Francesca decided it was time to see a lawyer to find out if she could get the profile taken down. She'd heard about a lawyer who specialized in revenge porn cases, Francesca. And I looked her up and I was like, oh my gosh, she really is the only one. And this was back in 2016. She's like the only one in the United States that's doing this and pushing for legislation about revenge porn and privacy and looking at victims' rights in this way. And so I contacted her immediately. That lawyer was Carrie Goldberg. After she had her own experience with an abusive ex, Goldberg realized that limited legal tools, what limited legal tools there were to fight harassers who use the internet as a weapon. Since then, her firm has taken on institutions like a school district and tech companies for failing to protect victims. And she's consulted on revenge porn legislation in nearly a dozen states. She helped draft New York's bill, which the governor just signed into law this month. Now, remember, this is this is from 2019. Mm-hmm. Francesca explained to Goldberg who this guy was and how they'd broken up. And Goldberg's immediate reaction was, this doesn't sound right. Who does that sound like? <laughs> I said, no, it's not. It's 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 not him. I mean, the lawyer said, I said, no, it's not. It's not him. And some and some of the the interviewer said, what made you say that? And, and the lawyer says, because it didn't fit the pattern. Okay, so now I've been reading the article from the cut and they it's sort of like a teaser and it's a transcript, and now we're gonna go into the podcast itself. Francesca had come to the right place. Francesca came to my office and she was very well informed and you know had read up on Revenge Porn and knew the lingo and she told me that this guy that she'd casually dated A couple years ago who she didn't even remember sending pictures to he'd created a profile on facebook in his own name with pictures of her and so she wanted she wanted justice francesca explained to carrie who this guy was and how they'd broken up and carrie's immediate reaction was this doesn't sound right i said no no." (laughs) like (laughs) it's not it's not him what Um, did you say because it didn't fit the pattern Carrie had worked on. i want to interject here because <laughs> like i just said to you when you know something it doesn't sound right uh w- what what immediately struck me about this story and we'll get to the rest of it is the randomness of all these different guys that immediately would have se- is what would have set my like antenna up like well yeah because you know you've got remember how you stopped and you said was it the gr- the girlfriend who sent her that picture mm-hmm. the girlfriend of an ex you know you've she's got all these guys texting her and contacting her on her phone on her work right. phone a number that she doesn't have listed and she's not a social media person and so like that uh, well we'll get we'll get to it uh so that right there like the randomness of who was contacting her was what immediately just Gave me pause. It doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Dozens of revenge porn cases by the time she met Francesca. And the offenders she dealt with were pretty predictable. Her office basically had a checklist for this kind of thing. This was not somebody that she had had a messy breakup with.